Welcome back to More Than Numbers Enneagram for Business, episode number two of the 2021 Business Boost will be part two of creating a happy new mindset. So today we will cover number five through number nine. Yesterday we talked about number one through number four. To recap those for you, number one was eat well. Number two was to surround yourself with positive people and remove negative people. Number three is to practice gratitude. And number four is to avoid comparison. We'll jump right back into it. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Number five, find a hobby. (laughs) Find a hobby. Now this is, I like this one because it's, it's multifaceted, right? Find Mm -hmm. a hobby, something that you enjoy, something that feeds you, something that uh, energizes you or an outlet, but as business owners, or as leaders or as entrepreneurs, you, you better be networking, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that uh, in recent times, it's harder to network or things like that. But there are a lot of people out there that still want to go and, and play, you know, basketball and still want to go work out like people are still living their lives, right? Don't say, well, you know, people aren't out because COVID. No, I don't think you've gone and looked. Right. So find a hobby, find something that energizes you, whether it's going to the gym uh, or I was actually looking, in, looking into another gym recently and, and they had a sport called pickleball. What's pickleball? <laughs> oh, you, you think I would know? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I should have Googled it. Oh, they were like, we have pickleball every, uh, you know, third Saturday of the month. And I'm like, what is, what is a pickleball? But whatever, hey, pickleball is your thing. I don't then know. Go and join a pickleball team, but find a hobby one for how it fuels you, how it energizes you and two, how it energizes and, and feeds your business with networking, with connections. I have a personal goal this year. I guess you could call it a resolution to meet one new person a week. So 52 Hmm. new people and they must be business owners. Oh, wow. Right. It's too easy to go meet the person at, you know, the quick trip over the so this is this is the last day of week one so have you met you a new business owner this week i did okay cool i was about to say you got to find one today if you haven't hey listen you know me i'll make it a mission of a day to go find one but yes (laughs) i did this morning at our bible study with the benham brothers shout out living among lions bible study every thursday morning 8 a.m est facebook live and youtube uh but uh, so meeting one new business owner. Anyway, Ben and brothers, you'll receive an invoice in the mail when you hear this. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So uh, anything on that Lamar finding a hobby? Uh, no, I think, I think you got to have an outlet, man. Like you, you've got to, um, and there's different types of hobbies. I think it's important to find hobbies that you can include your family with. Um, there's also hobbies that like you probably also need to discover, um, for your, your, your family, um, some things that you can have on your own alone time that you guys each enjoy to do by yourselves. So you can have outlets from each other and have outlets together. Uh, I think that it's, it's, it's so important. Um, I'm in a study group and one of the guys says that he has literally a do nothing day one day out of, um, once every six weeks, he does like absolutely nothing. He just shuts it down and like clears his mind and clears his calendar and just only does like, he literally faces no pain that day, basically. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's his hobby. I guess maybe that's not a hobby, but. That's kind of counter to what I'm talking about, Lamar. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. You can just <laughs> edit that out then. Godly. I'm not going to because it's helpful. It's, it's just not. You can find somewhere else to put that. Actually, that's going to go towards number eight. So Okay. 
I'm not going to edit it. Just you guys remember that or I'll let you show on it again, <laughs> Lamar, number eight. Uh, <laughs> number six, give back. So serve others. It's amazing what happens in your mind and in your body when you give to others. I dare you on a bad day, your worst day, to go out and find somebody and serve them, right? Give them $20, make someone a meal, uh, go and mow somebody's lawn, whatever it may be. I dare you, I challenge you to go and serve someone and not smile. Hmm. Right? You can't not. And whatever your belief system is, we are built in that way. We are built to serve others. Right? It's yeah. in our nature. It's in who we are. It's in how we were created. Right. So in that, serve others, find ways to serve others, whether that's in your church or your favorite nonprofit, or like I said, it's just serving your community, serving those around, uh, around you. Give back is number six. So important. That's, that's the reason why we're elevated to these positions is not to take care of our own desires. Left up to our own worldly desires, all it's going to do is just wage a war in our souls of doing exactly the opposite of what we're called to. So, man, so important. Like doing something for others is way more powerful than for yourself. Number seven, share your feelings. And I would even add to this because I know that some types on the Enneagram, eight, seven, three, sometimes five, eight, seven, and five, right? First of all, identify your feelings and share your feelings. Get those out to somebody. Number seven, identify and share your feelings. I think that it's safe to say that everybody in 2020 probably experienced a loss due to suicide. Uh, I know I have. And it's so tough to think about what could have been done, right? Because it's a tragedy, but it's a tragedy that could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. And it's so tough to think about where were they at, right? Where was their mind at? Um, what were they really feeling? They looked so happy. They looked so positive. Uh, I lost a, uh, a friend, one of my friend's dads who I grew up with. We were the same age. We played football together. So his dad was at every game, you know, because we were the same age. And he took his life in 2020. And mm -hmm. the day that he took his life, he posted on Instagram a picture of him smiling. And that's devastating, right? Because it's like on the surface, he looked okay. No one would have ever guessed that that's what would have happened. Yeah. But underneath the surface, right, he was hurting. And with that, it's so important for all of us to identify and share our feelings. And I would even challenge all of you in this. This is about creating your new mindset and your healthy mindset. But this kind of goes to number six. Help others identify and share their feelings as well, right? Um, so identify and share your feelings, get that stuff out there, talk to someone, share with someone, right? Be yeah. okay with not being okay. And if anyone around you acts like they have it all together, revert back to number two and cut some people out of your life <laughs> because nobody has it all together. And if they're acting like they are, then man, they're not somebody that is really serving you anyway or right. making you feel worse. So identify and share your feelings. Lamar, you're a type one. Type ones are very hard on themselves, uh, very loud inner critic. How does this one hit you? Um, I think um, it's, it's always important to me, like with my wife, if I find myself doubting or if I feel not confident, I tell her immediately. 
Um, and she basically throws my mirror that I have of myself in the trash and holds up her mirror of what, of the way she sees me. Um, and I think it's so important to, to share that, man. There's, there's, there's people in your life that have a completely different and probably higher thought, uh, higher thoughts of you than you probably think of yourself speaking to type ones. And I, that's probably a lot for all types, but knowing that sharing and having that vulnerability might make you think like, oh, that's how I get hurt. But man, um, deep down when you're sharing it with the right people, um, they'll be devastated by the way you might think or be feeling about yourself. Right. Thank you for sharing. And you better identify and share your feelings with me always. What feelings? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number eight, this is where your do nothing day comes in. Reflect. Hmm. right? Reflect on what you've done on where you've come from on what you've accomplished. And this could be a, a, this could be a daily task. This could be a weekly task. This could be a monthly task for some of you. It may need to be an hourly task, right? Reflect on what was done. I know for me, I'm constantly thinking about what can be done while completely forgetting about what has been done. Right. And not only what I've done, what I've accomplished, right? but what God has done in my life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm always driving forward, literally have my nose to the ground, just pressing and very rarely taking time to just look up and take it all in. um, I know how important it is to reflect. And it was interesting, Lamar, because with everything going on in true strategy and the business and the podcast, and God has absolutely blessed us and some new partnerships and opportunities that are coming up in 2021 that we can't wait to share with you listeners. Mm -hmm. I haven't really taken time to reflect on how far God has brought me. And over the holiday break, I saw how God was taking me back to the beginning. So we flew back to Albuquerque and we drove up to my hometown of Clayton, New Mexico, one stoplight town, very, very small, a lot of demons there for me, a lot of bad memories. Right. And I was realizing as we were, we had arrived in Clayton. We had been there for a couple of hours and I was reflecting on all that God had done in 2020. And I was realizing how he was making me reflect and taking me back to where it started. Hmm. And I drove my wife around the town and kind of showed her some different places and places I grew up and things that I experienced and, you know, negative, positive, some, and I was able to go back to where it started because I know naturally, and I think more than that, God knows naturally, I wouldn't have taken myself there mentally. I wouldn't have allowed myself to reflect on how far he's brought us. So we spent time there in our hometown and realizing that, Hey, I'm not this person anymore. I've truly been saved by grace. God has truly done something in my life. And not only in the spiritual, which is most important, but also in the physical, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a trailer living rent, living rent free because we lived on a feedlot. I think I've told you about that, you know, Mm -hmm. the feedlots where burgers come from. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, my dad worked seven days a week and the only time, I ever heard my dad say, I pray was when I was young and I was working with him on the feedlot. And he said, I pray you have a job that you get to sit back in an office, in a desk and not break your back. Like I have to. Mm. And I resented that prayer because I wanted to be just like my dad. And now look at where I'm at sitting at a desk, (laughs) kicking back, (laughs) making money with my mind, not having to break my back. Right. Right. And so I was able to reflect back on all of those things and realize and be thankful for what God is doing and what he has done. And then we made this trip to Albuquerque. Albuquerque is where I got saved. Albuquerque is where I met you. Albuquerque is where I met my wife. Albuquerque is where everything turned around for me. 
And I gave up on all my old ways on loving money and loving alcohol and loving pursuing girls and all these different things. And God had really captured me there and changed my life. And then we ended up driving all the way across the country. We didn't fly because God has been so faithful that I've been able, was able to buy my wife a new car. Well, new to us, it's a 2012, so we don't finance anything anymore. But we got to drive it all the way across the country. And all the while, I'm like, God is so good. He's making me take this drive to see how far we've come, right? So number eight, take time to reflect. Look back on all that you've done. So that way you're not beating yourself up for what hasn't been done or what you could do. But truly, then we're reverting back to practicing gratitude. You're, you're looking back and reflecting with gratitude for all that's happened. 100%. It's always too easy to look at um, the very next thing um, when there's so much celebration that can that can happen from what we've done. That doesn't mean that like we celebrate and all of a sudden we get complacent, but man, like we we stress ourselves out by constantly looking for the next thing and next thing and not just looking back like, man, look at everything that God has done through with his power through me. Right. And that's that's biblical, right? God's mighty power at work within us, right, is the way that he accomplishes infinitely more than we might ask or even think, right? It's through us. So that's so cool. We get to look back at that stuff. I think, you know, with like every type, like every single type out there, like we're always looking at, you know, what's the next thing I can, I can get correct as a type one, right. type two, what's the next way that I can, I can serve someone type three, what's the next achievement that I need to hit? Type four, what's the next big creative project that I can put together? Type five, what's the next information that I can exercise my brain on? Right. Six, how do I create more security? Seven, what's the next adventure? Eight, what's the next door I can knock down? <laughs> and nine, where do we get more peace from? You know, it's always, it's always more, but when you can think back about all the things that you've done it right, all the times that you have served, all the times that you have achieved, and have been creative and have um, gained the information, created security, knocked down doors, created peace. It's all in your history. There's so much that God has done through you um, that you can just look forward to greatness instead of always trying to chase something that's fleeting and it's not going to give you the fulfillment that you're truly looking for. I love how you ran the wheel there. Real Number quick, you know, I had you, to try to see. I try to see what's up. I had you're to becoming see. quite the Enneagram coach. Should we tell I'm them? Working. I'm working on it. Like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Lamar is building his own practice now. He's joined True Strategy, one, as my COO and as a coach. So look at him flexing the Enneagram muscles. We're building the team in 2021. Working on it. Y'all hear the skills. Finally, number nine. <laughs> Can you guess what number nine is? What have we not mentioned? And I do this every day. Pray. Read. Uh... <laughs> your face <laughs> yeah those are probably the most cliche answers i can probably come up with all right i'm sorry those are those are good habits they really are but <laughs> right. talking about your mindset okay all right meditate and, meditate no okay all you right, guys I'm can lost. see my face i'm looking at lamar dead face exercise right. oh oh yeah you did say oh wow that's crazy totally forgot about that exercise guys and it doesn't have to be beefing it out in the gym right it could be going for a walk. Uh, Lamar, you're on 75 hard right now. So you're working out twice a day. I can't believe mm -hmm. you forgot about exercise when you're exercising twice a day. I mean, but 
we've talked about a lot. There's a lot Exercise. of great things you can do out there. 100%. And honestly, now I feel bad for you. You know, you said pray and yes, pray is important. <laughs> pray falls under reflect. Yeah. Okay, guys, make sure you're praying. Of course, I don't want to diminish that whatsoever. The big man's going to pray goes in out. the gratitude realm, you know, gratitude, right? Pray is through all of these pray while you're doing all of them. Okay. Exercise. Um, as we mentioned in the beginning, Lamar and I used to combine to be pushing about 700 pounds of man and exercise was a big part in creating the change of course, because physically you have to be at a caloric deficit and you need to be burning calories. Yes. We know all that stuff. Right. But how much of the transformation happened because of the mindset change in exercising, right? So we were working out every day and we were keeping ourselves motivated and we're keeping ourselves going. And the mindset was, I must do this, right? Uh, this is what I do. This is now my identity. Uh, I would recommend a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. He talks about creating your habits towards who you are, right? What is your identity, right? I'm the kind of person that cares for my wife. I'm the kind of person that holds the door, right? Your habits are formed towards your identity. So plug there for that book. It's amazing. Just finished it at the end of 2020. But in exercising, right, you're creating that identity of who you are. This is what I do. I take care of my body, especially if you are a business owner or an entrepreneur. I get almost to the point of like angry with this one. Take care of your tools. If you were a truck driver, you would not be putting the wrong fuel in the truck and running it through the mud and not washing it, right? Not taking care of it right? Not changing the tires. You would not do that because it is your moneymaker. It is your tool. You entrepreneur, business owner, leader, your body, your health is your number one asset for creating wealth, for creating impact, for serving others. And if you're unhealthy, if you're sick, if you're not taking care of yourself, then you're not going to be able to multiply that impact mm. because you're not going to last as long as you maybe would have. Right. And we get to the end of our lives. What's the difference between, well, if I die at 75 or I die at 85, that's 10 years of impact. Yeah. Right. And, and all of the things that you did early on, they add up. And now you're not making it as long as you would have because you did not steward your body. So exercise, take care of yourself. And not only that, it reverts back to as well. Uh, of course, the mindset. The, the way that you feel and you think about yourself. And then again, it's a, it's a networking opportunity. So maybe your hobby is working out and now you checked off two of these boxes. Hey, there you go. Multitasking. <laughs> when you were talking, um, that just made me think of LeBron James and everyone right now is so marveled by the high level of basketball he is playing right now at the age of 36. When I think of the greats that I've seen at the age of 36, they, they, they dang near look decrepit <laughs> like out there compared to the rest. And LeBron, it just still looks like an animal and a beast. And for those of you who may have heard a lot of this, if you're a sports fan, is that LeBron spends a million dollars a year on keeping his body healthy. Talk about someone that understands what his most valuable asset is. And I just can't help but imagine what's, what is he going to do after the NBA? Like this is still the first thing, right? Like right. movies or whatever he's going to do. And, he's 36, and he's young. <laughs> right. And, and regardless of your political affiliations or whatever, however you feel about LeBron, you have to respect the greatness. Yeah. Right. I passed through Tuscaloosa on my drive home and I had to stop and see Alabama's uh, stadium. I had to, mm. and I don't like Alabama. I am that person that typically most anti-Cowboys fans are where they're like, I don't, really care. I just hate the Cowboys. Well, I'm like that with Alabama, like most people are right. 
but still I could respect the greatness. Exactly. So respect the greatness of LeBron and maybe, you know, you, you just you utilize the most important tool that you have, which is your body and take care of it. So to recap, number one, eat well Two, surround yourself with positive people and or cut off negative people. Three, take time to practice gratitude Four, avoid comparison. Five, find a hobby and network. Six, give back or serve others. Seven, talk about, identify and talk about your feelings. Eight, reflect and nine, exercise. And that is how you are going to create a happy new mindset in 2021. Boom. (laughs) That was a great episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Tomorrow, we'll be back again every day this week. We are going to be back with another episode for this 2021 business boost. If you are interested in partnering with us and leveraging the Enneagram in your relationships or in your business, you can visit our website, www.truestrategy.info, or you can email us directly, info at truestrategy.info, if you want to learn how to implement and leverage the Enneagram. But we use the Enneagram as a tool. We teach you how to leverage the Enneagram to reach your goals. So email us. Let's talk about your goals. Let's talk about where you can improve. Let's talk about where you want to improve. And we'd love to work with you in 2021. So this has been episode one of the 2021 Business Boost, More Than Numbers, Enneagram for Business podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow.